wonderful service yesterday. It wasn't the, I mean, I, I left the service and I went home and I just like wanted to sit there and I was like, this is like holy, like what the Lord did and the whole day, the, the spirit of the day. I mean, I walked in midway through like our morning prayer kickoff time now that we're doing. By the way, so everyone, if you're free, get to service early and if you're watching leadership sessions, we're kicking it off praying uh, the service. So I walked in, I feel like I walked into a, a furnace. It was like people are praying, people are walking and I was like, okay, this is how you kick off church right here. I don't know what we've been doing. We were trying to be real friendly. Now we're just like, shut up when people walk in the door. <laughs> Tell you what, it takes care of business real fast, you know, and uh, that'll, that'll jerk the slack out of you right there. And, um, and, so, and so then it just went and the worship went and the, the service was beautiful. And I thought Chris did just an amazing, I know y'all have already celebrated, but if you didn't watch it, catch the message on, I guess we're calling it Eyes of Grace, but... It was about the, the, uh, the gospel, it was about reconciliation, it was about the grace of God looking towards us, and I mean, from the first five minutes, I wanted to cry, and then it just kept going and flowing, and very prophetic, very uh, great. Chris has a real wisdom teaching gift to take big things, and then just, you go home and you're like, I understand this now, you know? And so, that's what wisdom does, is it takes things like that are huge and makes it to where you can receive it and understand it and gives you revelation, amen? And so that's really good. But um, I just felt quickly today to add one thing. Um, do y'all remember my cornbread dream that I had? Okay, well, when I got off the stage, I'm literally walking off from the offering, I get the next part of what the Lord was wanting to say. And so I was like, oh my gosh, okay, so I have to do something with this because I feel like, you know, sometimes you're sharing what the Lord's sharing, but you don't have the full picture yet of what he's saying, and so I'm gonna retell it, and then I'm gonna tell y'all the next part of what the Lord was saying. So, and then I'm gonna tell y'all another dream that I didn't even share yesterday. So, get your, get your prophetic hats on here, and just see what the Lord is doing, and especially, they like physically put hats on, great job, guys. Um, <laughs> but, so, one of the things that we talk about with 10C Conference is tear the loaf. And that's one of the things that we operate in as a church is this spirit of giving and receiving. And that all of us, and so really what I felt like yesterday was we had these dreams, but I realized when I walked off the stage, it was like the second part of it was that this grace of giving, can y'all say grace of giving with me? Grace this grace of giving is one, it can be an individual gift for people, but there's also times when the Lord has certain houses that are raised up for special things. And so there is actually like an anointing for that over the church. And just like, okay, so Saul in the Old Testament, he wasn't a prophet. But when he got around the company of prophets, he started to prophesy. And they said, even so, so much that it started to get out in the land. Like, is Saul a prophet? I thought he was a king and he could only be one. And so I really feel like, one, that just to say that, like I said yesterday, and I'll read the scripture here, but it says, just as in, I'm going to read the NLT today, but Romans 12, verse 4 says, just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. How many of you know we're that body? We're the church, amen? And so... It is with his body, we are many parts of one body, 
and we all belong to each other. Turn to your neighbor around you and tell him you belong. If you're watching online, you belong. Amen? You belong in the body. And I love even thinking about Chris's message yesterday he shared, what did sin bring? Separation. What does Christ's body bring? Belonging. It's the exact opposite. That was, that was beautiful. Again, another plug. Listen to the message. Okay. In his grace, God has given us different, in, in his grace, okay, so that word grace, that's special ability. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. So here's his encouragement to you. You belong in the body. You have a gift or gifts in the body. And whatever you have, do it with all the faith that you have. Amen? And so he's like putting this godly stretch, like go for it. Use your gift. And I kind of feel this same spirit going into the conference. Like if, if your gift is hosting, let's just Let's host the nations like they've never been hosted. Let's serve them like they've never been served. Let's give to them like they've never been given to. Let's minister to them. Let's pray for them. Let's prophesy to them. Let's, I mean, whatever it is that the Lord stirs you up, I mean, if you're gonna worship, worship till you fall over, okay? I mean, we're just gonna, we're gonna do it with everything that we have, amen? So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak it out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, then serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. What a terrible thing to have the gift of being an encourager and you're not encouraging anybody. Hello, that was for free today. If it is giving, then give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness, oh, thank you for all of you have the gift of kindness and mercy. Then do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good. So um, I was reading in, I was actually reading another book. It's, it's called Midas Touch, The Midas Touch by Kenneth Hagin. Great book on basically biblical prosperity and how to stay in the middle, how to stay in the right lane. You know, anything that you could, that the Lord gives us, there's like a lane to be in and then there's, you could fall into this ditch or fall into this ditch. And I mean, we already know this here that we don't, we don't love money. We love the Lord. Amen. That's what we love. We love and we live for him, but we have a good father who loves to bless his children. And that's part of the covenant. You have to throw your Bible out if you don't want that. I'm just going to tell you. So anyways, but basically he gets into this and is sharing, and he talks, and one of the things he shares about is the grace of giving and how there's certain people in the body who have this gift. And I really feel like, you know, we've even already seen this happening in the internship with people blessing one another, and, and we're building fences, and now the fence business is blowing up, and we got lines of people that want fences. And, um, and it's just like when you start that, it's, it's I mean, God is not mocked. You know, when you trust him and you give and you obey his spirit, he shows up big time. And, um, and so I really want to challenge you guys to talk to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what are the gifts in my life that I can apply even more faith to, that I can lean into and I can use to bless the body? Amen? I look at Miss Carol over there. It's like pray with all the faith we got to pray. Praise God. And, um, but um, 
so, but, okay, so I had the dream, and it was this, I had the dream that I showed up to a house, and um, Josh is in the kitchen, and he's, and he's just having a great time. It's this beautiful mansion, too, by the way. It's this beautiful house. Josh is dressed up like he's going on date night. He's got, like, black slacks, tucked in shirt, and he's just got a giant tray full of big golden cornbreads. And I still haven't had cornbread since this dream, so I feel like this is kind of wrong, because every time I tell it, I want some. But he's got this, and they're hot out the oven. I mean, it's got a little cartoon dynamic of like, you can see the heat coming off of it. You can see these things are like glowing gold. Seven big ones. And I'm like, bro, those look really good. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> they are really good, you know? And he starts walking off with them, and then I think, hey, you got one of those uh, for me, possibly? And, and so he's like, oh, no, I just, I got, I, these are all for Adrian's family. We're going to go bless them and take care of them. And, and I got just stuff. And so I look at the cornbread. I'm like, man, that's a big piece for everybody. Like he could have, and then I realized, like, I'm like thinking in my head, like he could have like made them a little smaller. There could have been one for me because I'm here and I'm seeing it. And, but then I look, and then I realize, oh, and Josh also made the cornbread using my cornbread box. And I, like, look, and there's, like, an empty black box that had, like, cornbread picture on it. And I was like, oh, man. And so then I try to tell Josh, like, hey, that was kind of, like, mine, you know? And, uh, and he's like, oh, yes. So, sorry, man. We're going to have a great time. And he just doesn't even bother him one bit. He's smiling. And then he's walking off with this big tray out to the, out, this driveway. It was, like, beautiful, and there's big you know, black SUV out there that he was driving and all this stuff. I'm like, and it was like, he's happy as a lark. And, um, and so I wake up literally actually to Josh calling me and I'm like, Hey, I didn't, I was about to rebuke you in a dream. I'm going to rebuke you in real life for what you just did. (laughs) And, and what's funny is the more I've thought about it, you know, Adrian's parents have been pastors in Houston and, um, one of the things that dad always talks about with 10 cities is that we get the honor of letting people eat off of our plate. And one of the f- things that has been special in faith this year as well is that um, it feels like we've always had this gift for the nations, but now this, this last year we've started praying even more for Houston and for God to touch the city. And it's like the faith is there to believe for a city and to, and to believe. And how many of you know it's not, when we say that, it doesn't mean just us. That means we need tons of churches full of believers and on fire and, and flourishing and, and blessed. And, you know, whatever bread the Lord gives us, we need to give it away. Amen? And so when I woke up, I started to think about the dream, and I was like, okay, that was actually like a give it away, tear the loaf, eat off our plate, 10C, bless the city dream. And then I'll add on top of it, I don't know what it is, but anytime we sing in Spanish on Sundays, man, it just goes off. Am I right or am I right? I mean, you can't deny it. You can't deny it. I mean, it's just like, hey, I don't even know what we're saying, but I'm like, praise God. Wow. You know, <laughs> I think my brain gets out of the way. I'm just walking around praying in tongues and it's beautiful. And so there's something happening there. And, um, and that's funny. And then the same night, this is what I did to say, the same night in the morning I tell Liz, yeah, I had a dream. Josh made all this cornbread and walked off and and then funny thing, okay, so I tell the dream yesterday, Sunday, and a bunch of Adrian's family members are there that weren't normally there, too. So I don't even know what that means. Oh, 
Part three that I didn't say. Adrian's father loves cornbread. So for holidays, they would go, um, she, he would go to Boston Market. Anytime, okay. Correction, just whenever. Uh, highlight, go get, go get cornbread from Boston Market. I need to buy him some, basically. Now, I'll send him some or something. We need to do it. We need to make it a prophetic action. So, uh, but he literally would go get cornbread and they love it and Adrian loves it. And I, and I had no idea about any of this, but it's just funny because the Lord does these little meaningful things. And now I have people like harassing me, sending me pictures of cornbread since yesterday, by the way. <laughs> so the, it's really gone up a notch. Um, but the same night that I have that dream, Liz dreams synonymously with me and she, or I caught up with her because she's probably more prophetic. So um, I just get the overflow from her dreams. <laughs> but she has a dream where she has a box full of supplies and she's walking around and people are just walking up and saying, hey, um, oh, I need a gift bag. Can I have a gift bag out of your box? And oh, I need tissue paper. Can I get that out of your box? And then, and then the, our series were in the dream and they walk up and they're like, oh, what do you got in there? And Liz is even thinking the dream, like, do y'all, like, y'all are blessed. Like, do you need what's in the box here? And people are just walking up. And it was all kinds of eat, um, different types of like deli meats from uh, the Middle East in the box. And actually, there, the, our series and Spearhead is about to go to Pakistan and go preach the gospel there and do a huge crusade. And she's like, whatever you want. And so they're just like loading up, like, okay, I want this, I want this. And, and she's just giving things away from this box in the dream at night. And I'm like, and, and I just know that if we, we, how we're in this building is because we went to China and best, blessed the believers there and pretty much gave all of our money away in missions. And then when we had zero dollars, this building came up for sale. And so... Giving is a, like a supernatural door that it opens. And I feel like yesterday, and kind of why I wanted this to be on sessions is, is I talked about that there are people in particular who are going to have this gift. But I feel like also as a prophetic company in our church that all of us can move in this grace to a degree. And it's actually like an invitation. And it's not about the amount. It's about just the heart that we're going to give the heart that we're going to tear the loaf, the heart that I'm going to bless, and I'm going to just go all out blessing brothers and sisters and serving them and loving them and giving to them and taking care of them and giving them the best seat. And even one of the things we do in worship, sometimes we work really hard in worship to get to this atmosphere of glory, and once the glory shows up, we pass the microphone to someone else because we want them to experience that moment. And so it's, it can be given away a platform. It can be, you know, given away love and a hug and a smile. It can be whatever it is, tear the loaf. Give away your cornbread. You got a box of supplies. Do it unto the Lord. I'm not saying let people, you know, take advantage of you or anything like that. I'm not saying, you know, we do it led by the Spirit. Amen? And we don't do it under pressure. But there's a, there's a place where it becomes a joy. There's a place where you love it because you're like, I love that, that, that God has blessed me and we get to give away from our plate. And sons and daughters, they're going to eat off your plate.
And we're believing to raise up sons and daughters. Amen? And, and that's just part of it. And, and sometimes the sons and daughters, they're, they're eating off your plate. And the next second, they kick you in the leg. And you can't kick them back because you're the adult. All right, that's a free lesson. Some of y'all, that'll mean something five years from now. But anyways, you just have to love. You keep loving. And you don't get to stop giving because one act naughty, okay? You just got to keep giving, keep blessing, keep loving. So I really just encourage you guys that, that one, I feel like there's something happening with this, this grace of giving and just to get involved in it in whatever way that the Lord tells you to do it. But then two, I feel to say that this is a prophetic company thing. The tear the, this, what we call tear the loaf is an anointing for the house. And so whatever you do, however you give, let's see it as, as part of that and let's feel the invitation to activate it and to bless these nations. And especially in this conference coming up, I'm just feeling like we just gotta go extravagant. We gotta, we, you know, and some of the times the main thing they talk about and that they wanna emulate in other nations is how well we host them. How well we take care of them, how well we drive them, how well we, you know, smile at them and make sure they're taken care of. And, and th- that's not the culture everywhere, uh, but it's the culture here. And we just have honor for them. And the Lord sees it, and he blesses us. And you know what? And it's such a joy to get to do it. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. So thank you, Lord. Thank you.